Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 132, episode one of Der Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. Uh, hopefully, I didn't blow that out. I did not turn my head away for some reason. Uh, this is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers and fuck Fox News. It's Monday, May 4th, 2020. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Out here in my home, I work all alone. I'm just trying to make a living. I don't need to zoom from this tiny room. I don't need to be on camera. And then, yeah, the... Don't cry, <laughs> don't touch your eyes, it's only COVID wasteland. Wow. Uh, courtesy of Just so TVZ, AKAs, wow. and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. I walk this lonely road, the only one out on this fucking road. It goes by my home, and it's only me, and I walk alone. Uh, that wasn't submitted as an AKA, but Hannah Soltis, I saw you post this on your timeline, and I'm just... I wanted to sing it, so thank you. Here Inadvertent AK submission, uh, <laughs> random, but thank you, Hannah, for that. Give me a laugh. And we are thrilled to have uh, back in the choir, uh, our choir co-host, Lil Zam herself, Jamie Lofton! COVID time. Time to stay at home with a cat and a red pill dog. COVID time, time to sort the DVDs to Boyfriend Criterion. COVID time, this is a long one, one last call to all the adults, cause that's how I volunteer. COVID time is still going, really wanna see Mulan, but maybe I will next year. I know Jamie's gonna stay at home. I know, etc. Uh, <laughs> you so say Jamie? Jamie. I, I kind of. Yeah. It, this is what I, I wasn't on the podcast for a couple of days, and I forgot how to. You speak. forgot your name, Jamie. Jamie. All right, Jamie. Yeah, that Jaime. was an Australian person saying my name. That's yeah. for that's from Hannah Kostansky at Hannah Makes Art. Sorry, I yes, said she my does. name wrong. Uh, and we are thrilled to be joined in our fourth seat by the hilarious and talented Sophia Alexandra. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Just trying to match your excitement, Jack. Crash Sophia. into the building. How are you? <laughs> I am great. How are you? I see you all the time, actually. I know. Yeah, it's, it's really funny. anticlimactic for us. <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, watch full watch ninety day fiance later. I guess. Uh, uh, cool. Uh, maybe talk about it. Yeah. No big deal. But I'm no really excited deal. to see you, Jack, and you, Jamie. Yeah. I so know good to see it's you. so good to see you. Your hair looks great. Thanks. You're, I turned my bangs. A ray of sunshine. Oh yeah. Hell oh, yeah, did you dog. Cut your own bangs. Yeah, bitch. Actually, wow. that is my <laughs> underrated. Wow. Hell yeah. <laughs> this is the sass. This is the sass we expect. Yeah, I've, this been is. I've been impressed with some of the haircuts I've been like the at home haircuts I've been seeing. You've seen some good ones? Yeah. I think well maybe it's just I we're like locked in, but I think my my boyfriend gave himself him and and Sonny a pretty decent haircuts at nice. home. How yeah. did he Your do Your boyfriend the, his own back? is an artiste, so we're not, we're not surprised by that. He's we've yeah. seen the paintings that he's doing in your apartment. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, how did he do the back? He, he I'm not sure how he did that, but he ha, well I think he did like <laughs> I'm he, not sure. He, <laughs> he he like positioned a mirror. Oh, did he on double like mirror it? Okay. Yeah, and then mm. I think that that was how he pulled it That's off. still he, so hard to it do. It is so to hard. Like yeah. Have any perspective on what's going on back there? He live streamed it, and I watched for a couple of seconds, and then I, I don't know how the rest went. <laughs> From the other room? 
<laughs> he just no he yeah he just like i don't know you're like Long that's enough shit. content from you <laughs> yeah it's like your your life is content jack what's um, the over under on you self-cutting your hair yeah self-training uh i'm gonna i'm gonna just let it grow man just gonna let oh. it grow bro what do you call that? What, is that a new vibe? Like, do you come? Do you become someone else? That's new chill John? jack. The chill jack. You never seen uh, chill jack. Caress chic. Yeah, <laughs> oh, chill jack. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly you got those like big frame eighties glasses. I'm like, yo, what the <laughs> fuck is going on with you right now? Yeah. Like, I want to tell you, man, about the seventh seal, man. I'm like, oh shit. Oh, he starts wearing hemp necklaces out of nowhere. You're like, whoa, what, yeah. What's, what's <laughs> how? This Start is moving so fast. In a, a, an acoustic guitar. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, "Damn, you ever heard about my man JC?" <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, Sophia, we're going to get to coming. know you a little bit better right now because today is our rewatch pod. We're just rewatching her. We might get to uh, might get to some other news if we have time. There's some trolls drama. Uh, when is there not trolls <laughs> drama? Uh, but uh, first, we like to ask our guest, Sophia, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Okay, so um, if you at all follow me on social media, you may know that I am trying to raise an army of crows in my yard. Um, so that. I've been Googling a lot about the crows. To, to- Crow army! Crow army! <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm lacking English right? soccer right yeah. now, so I had to scream. That. I, I'm trying to really just. Uh, I mean, they have the intelligence of three year olds. They recognize faces, so I'm just trying to get them on my side now. And what are you doing to like? Um, I'm feeding them, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to say things that they might like to hear. Like, who's a pretty bird? <laughs> I don't know if they enjoy that, but that's what I've settled wow. into. Not who's an intelligent creature. No, because I'm like, they're so plain. They probably need to hear it. Oh, wow. Okay. You know? Like I, and I'm trying to learn how to tell them apart. Like, I think I can only tell them apart a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think there's but three of them. they can tell us apart. So who's got the intelligence of a three-year-old now? <laughs> they can. Oh, well, not me, yeah. clearly. So I mean, unless you, unless, you, unless you like tranquilize them and paint one of their toenails or something. Yeah, I know, right? It's going to be hard. Yeah, uh, or so talons, I think I know. whatever you'd call that, a claw. I think Charles is the big one. <laughs> <laughs> Crow petty. Um, yeah, they're they're super smart and they hold it. like lifelong grudges and shit. Oh they're, yeah, that's why terrifying. I'd like for them to become my army now. <laughs> yeah, before what, it is I mean, too late. What's your long term goal? What do you see yourself doing in your dreams? You wield this, you know, unmatched crow power. I just kind of roam the neighborhood it? with my murder. And are they flying behind you like Khaleesi? Do you do they hop along next to you on the ground? I to picture respect? some of them on my shoulders, and then the others like hop from tree to tree as I walk. Whoa! To like follow oh. me they along. Just like- Whoa, that's, that's the cool. dream, you guys. Is there one like, and then you have one who's like the scout up ahead, who's just kind of checking everything out up, you making sure everything's good in case yeah. you need to make it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have scouts, obviously. Everyone that's has good. to have an important job, you know. I want my crows to feel like they're all doing something. Yeah, it's a good. Like, I am fully insane. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> someone told me that uh, they like it if you leave them shiny things which i already knew that they stole shiny things but i didn't know if like they would take them if you just left them so then Mm -hmm. i took some tinsel and i made hearts out of it because i'm again very lonely (laughs) (laughs) and oh oh my god they did not take them so obviously that makes me love them more so they're just playing hard to get that sounds like a crow yeah classic crow stuff i've had a a larger crow presence in my backyard which is leading me to the question are crows taking over like our our yards or are are these advanced scouts from your crow army and you're going to invade my backyard oh obviously we are scouting everybody's yards but it's just for your own protection I mean, okay. I'm not saying we're going to invade you. Security I mean, that's detail. jumping to conclusion. Yeah. It's just yeah. a neighborhood right. watch situation. Yeah. yeah. They've just yeah, shown up to protect your oil reserves. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> or wherever they may be, your yard or anybody else's. <laughs> uh, what is something uh, you think is underrated? Uh, yeah. Okay. So cutting your own bangs is underrated. 
because I did a great job. You nailed and it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and, um, Wait, have you, has there been a lot of trial and error, though? No, no. You oh. make the one mistake one time where you do this. Instead of cutting vertically, you cut horizontally one time and you look horrible and then you never do it again. And then you just do this and then uh-huh. you're chill. Oh, that's a trick. I didn't yeah, realize just that. Just vertical you cutting. Cut, you so, keep yeah. the scissors straight up and down because if you go yes. across, it's going to be a it's gonna be <laughs> a Lloyd Wait, Christmas. Wait, hold on, Jack. Hold on, Jack. Pull your bangs down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Let us, see. Let us see how that's looking. Oh, he hit, him, he hit him horizontally, didn't you? Uh, oh, I didn't know so that's, that's how you did that. Know. Hey, wow. hey you Jack know, we're all learning Chanel. here. <laughs> Jack's out here looking like he's married to a property brother. God damn. Uh, <laughs> Wait, is she married to a property brother? Or they're like yes. dating fully, right? Uh, are they they're di- married. married. Or- oh, they're this married. Is, they're married. This is definitely one of those facts that I learned. I've learned multiple times and it just won't enter my brain. I just, it refuses. I know what I you just, mean when something's yeah. so shocking, you forget it after you learn it. Yeah. And then the next it's time you're just as shocked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, they're not married. I lied. They're. <laughs> Jamie. Oh, and they're, I don't know whether or not to be giddy about that. I remembered that fact about them. I was like, <laughs> I don't think they're married. I don't think it's like that yet. They're partnered. I don't it deserves that. giddiness. Wow. Uh, Jamie, to be fair though, Jamie, you've been shipping them since the early 2010s. You've been shipping (laughs) (laughs) Deschanel and Well, it was just like the logical conclusion of Zoe Deschanel is for her to do the lamest thing with her life that she could do, which is marry a property brother. It makes so much sense. Yeah. But which one is she dating? The less good looking one one or the The left The left one. Okay. She's dating the weird looking one. Yeah, I figured. Thank you for recognizing that one is not. (laughs) Yeah. I actually don't know what they look like. And I refuse to learn. I just know them as left or right, bro. Whoa. Fun (laughs) fact. Both of their shows entered the collective consciousness in the year of our Lord 2011. The New Girl They're and Property Brothers. New Girl so, and Property Bros. That's wow. probably how they met. Impossible. They're in, in America's <laughs> they <were> really- psyche. <laughs> I watched, there's like a new Property Brothers show that my aunt recommended to me that is called like, it's like the premise is that celebrities choose their friends who are not as rich as them and the Property Brothers show up and renovate a celebrity's friend's house. It's a very, it's so tenuous, but I watched an episode where it's Viola Davis. Oh, isn't it? Is it something like repaying the kindness of the people from their past or something? Is is that the one? Yeah, but it's like they're celebrities. Their friends are mostly fine. Like they don't. Right, right. But so they go to Viola Davis's friend, like college friend's house, and then they do what the Property Brothers do. They They just like torch the house of personality (laughs) and then it's a blindingly white like hellscape and viola davis is like thank you you're like (laughs) and favor repaid uh yeah (laughs) they just she ruined her college roommate's house (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) i would love yeah i would love if like the intro segments clearly the friend is like on like hard times and it's clear the celebrity friend has no interest in helping them at all right. and it's like yeah. a very simple way Just they could crossing like... it off a list yeah well, th- this <laughs> like, episode yeah. was really dark because it was like i guess that her friend's husband had passed away oh no oh, and no. they added like a record player that was built into the wall that had his signature written on it and viola davis was like Look, oh, and her look. friend was like, Ugh. "Like it was just <laughs> oh, fuck. so oh, morbid and weird." I don't know. Uh, I love dark. making that decision for someone that they want to stare <laughs> at their dead spouse's yeah. like signature signature for the it, rest of their life. It's yeah. like, no, you don't get to move on. I've decided that for <laughs> you. Right. <laughs> it's gonna be built into the fucking foundation of this house, this record player. This home is now it. built on sadness. <laughs> <laughs> and don't worry, we uh we took care of that creepy jar for you that was in the way. Those are his remains. <laughs> oh fuck. Well, Anyways, I, don't know. I would recommend this, this show. <laughs> well, we replaced it with a cookie jar. And that's just yummy. Oh, oh but open it. Open it. Look. <laughs> Lonely. So long. Why does it play that song when I open it? I don't know. It's be fun, we thought. We heard that was your favorite song with your dead husband. They 
turn it like it's so every property house brothers is the same blindingly like white crypt it's horrifying dude that's like literally that my overrated you guys that's my really? overrated is it really? you're stealing it it's boring celebrity houses like <laughs> Ka- kylie kanye etc hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah it's true it's they their houses suck and we're seeing so much more of them now because of uh the quarantine but yeah they're just all they all look like they could be the same house like oh uh, yeah i feel like it's it's uh a person with no tastes idea of what taste is you know right. what i mean it's like yeah. uh it's like those people that thought crash was like a really good movie and deserve that oscar <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have to be that kind of dumb person to think that that movie is smart and, right. and it made you feel good that you got it but like it's the not a smart idea of a tastefully like- <laughs> designed home that was, yeah, so, yeah. crash was for upper middle class white people to be like feel feel deep for like two seconds but like, it was Whoa. if you think about it though all right, we are that. all connected oh yeah. man yeah. yeah god i mean so and that guy was racist what about in the beginning? sandra bullock and her housekeeper is her best friend how much did you die during that segment oh boy the whole, I've, I've, I've com- the whole i fully thing. put the film out of my mind i bravely but, have not seen it oh, oh i saw it years later because i like don't I, watch it now you'll don't. vomit it's at, the, in the worst thing it's so bad like you should have medical uh, supervision watching that now, like with our eyes now. You have to see it. I, I'm kind of curious. I do want to see it. You know, the orange couch was the like feature of all fun tech offices. Like, what is the feature of all like modern celebrity homes? I feel like there's okay. like gotta have thin necked vases you can't put anything into <laughs> that are right. white or gray. Um, maybe right. black, but that's like if you're a rebel and it's in your like black room. You know what I mean? But that probably is a room you you'll never. You a black room. Yeah. A, your goth room. Yeah, I gotta have it. <laughs> and then for sure, I would say couches that are white and carpets that are white for no mm-hmm. reason. And that makes it pretty clear that they cannot be living human lives there. Well, right. yeah, it just yeah, it yeah. has to feel like the most high stress environment for someone who has a job. Like, <laughs> right. that's what it's like being in those homes you're like everything is too clean in here there's no way i could live like this i don't have the time to up maintain the whiteness and like sanctity of this everything like oh it's fine you just bleach everything i'm like oh you bleach everything or yeah. your staff does like what's going on here yeah i, I can't whenever i see that i feel so just sinister. i'm gonna dirty everything yeah who can i mean it just yeah it does seem like you're like oh i can afford to for this to not become dirty <laughs> like right. yeah it's like a weird flex yeah, yeah absolutely you'd rather pay people uh to clean a house over and over and over again than just live in a house that looks really nice and cozy that people might have to clean a little less it's really relaxing though you know it reminds me of um we went to crete once and this is kind of like what we're replicating i would rather be britney spears and burn my home gym yeah my gym down yeah blah 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 you know how that kind of thing happens i mean you know like one thing to that i said burn it down mom i don't know just give me a new gym Yada, yada, yada. And then I murdered that whole family. (laughs) And she says that she did it six months ago. I love it. Right. I can't. And she's still out of breath explaining it. She's just like, like, I'm going to have to address (laughs) it. (laughs) But I also like the detail. She's like, I only have two things to work out with now. (laughs) I'm like, I don't need that detail. I need the uh, details of the fire. Like <laughs> that was yeah, the yeah. best celebrity news I've heard in months. Oh, it was great. She's incredible. Yeah. She um, really is. <laughs> finally, what is a myth? What's something uh, people think is true you know to be false? That crows like shiny things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those fucking broke you. my heart. Thank you. We've come full circle. Beautiful. I'm sure. Look, I know there's crows like gang out there. G- give Sophia some tips, please. No, she crow gonna- Twitter came at me and they were like, leave it something shiny. Leave it some bright colored yarn. Leave him something blue. I'm like, am I f- trying to fuck this crow? Because right. this is a I was lot gonna say, of Is work. there like an equivalent of the game for crows? Like where where are you getting these tips from? Pro Twitter uh, man. Yeah. yeah, I love. I love. It's from that. a pickup artist who's a literal peacock. <laughs> 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 All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back to tell you about the movie Her and what we thought of it. <laughs> 
Don't take back. that out. <laughs> we we're we're just coming back, Jamie. So you're gonna have to say it again. But you are uh, L.A. is now giving out free tests, and you're uh, you're planning on hitting it up. Uh, yeah, including the asymptomatic people, they're gonna give free uh, free swab tests. Oof. But it's it's I mean it sucks on a number of levels because it's it's L.A. Right, so you need to have a car in order to get right. the test taken. So it already like eliminates you know whatever. Merrick Garcetti doesn't give a shit about anyone who doesn't have a disposable income. So go fuck yourself if you don't have a car. But we we managed yeah, to it's get called Los Angeles, Jamie. Sweetie, it's so I mean it's so <laughs> annoying. And then if you Welcome, call, honey. if you call the hotline, you're like I don't have a car. They're like um well you can Wait, walk what? to the. <laughs> they're like first of all ew someone does a spit take over the phone a government employee <laughs> says ew to you and then you they, they the most they will give you is they're like well if you can take an uber dangerous to the drive through site you can stand in between cars and still get you're just like what oh, really? that, yeah, that's just what doctor wow. recommended yeah. advice is and that between totally cars. makes sense i can't After wait to get taking an uber hit by a prius and then get so <laughs> fucked with a seven inch q-tip but anyways, our, 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 I'm willing to get skull fucked by a Q-tip. Uh, first, just to know what it would feel like. And yeah, second, because we right. can take the car to a Wendy's drive-thru and get the yeah. four for oh. four. What's the what four is a four, four for four? It's the best deal in fast food. It's, uh -huh. uh, it's a junior bacon cheeseburger, mm -hmm. a medium fry, mm -hmm. four chicken nuggets, and <sighs> a small Frosty for $4. Wow. Say less. Incredible. <laughs> Say wow. less. So good. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Can I come to uh, get COVID tested with you? I just yes. want to go to I know. Wendy's that sounds also. so fun. <laughs> You've incentivized it like Very a parent bleak. would for a child. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get skull fucked for Wendy's. <laughs> Guys, but <laughs> that's not what we're here Wendy's. to talk about. Skull fucking for Wendy's is not what we're here to talk about. Uh, I didn't why did I make this t-shirt? <laughs> I think now, now more than ever, we need to get skull fucked. For I mean, uh, I just want, I want to let the people know what I'm about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's your Wendy? What's your favorite thing at Wendy's? Miles. Yeah, come on, bring it back around. Oh, I love a, uh, I love the the three the three patty cheeseburger. Mm. Whatever that means. Whatever there's three. That's intense. Three. That three, is a give lot me of three, cheeseburger. Three squares of meat on there. Do they uh, do the like thing to, where they there's yeah, cheese in between? Cube of meat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you take meat? a shit like immediately after finishing it? <laughs> no, and it doesn't I don't have like, like a, slide out so easy because that no, is like my digestive kind of system is pretty pretty attuned to a trash diet. I have I have pretty good goat stomach. The only thing that messes me up is nice. if something's super spicy. The only yeah, I typically have the spicy in spicy out phenomenon. Oh well, obviously but, no, but I'm saying yeah. this is a good the spicy thing. chicken sandwich like, is good, but it doesn't it doesn't really fuck with no, me. No, like I, that. I, I don't. It has I to don't be get, super spicy. Yeah, like eating a ton of beef or fat or something doesn't typically give me the runs. Like most I didn't human say beings, the but, runs. I said oh, a big shit. shit. Sophia, you interpreted it that you. it was negative. I it just slides out a beautiful whole piece. Is all I'm saying. Hmm. Oh, my shits always come out like that. But, like but fast serve. food and like just like so, something about fast food always makes me uh, go to the bathroom. But it's not it's not what people say. It's not like, oh, I got such bad diarrhea. No. It's just a normal poop. But it definitely makes me have to. Oh, so you're saying do that. Uh, yeah. It works as a like a natural laxative. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but no, I don't. I think so. I'm so regular. I, I poop very specific time. Okay. During, yeah. Another weird flex. <laughs> no, I have to. You know why this happens? Because I can't shit anywhere except my house. So I've had to right. train my body oh, okay. to always shit at home because I don't I don't like shit at work. I don't like sh I'm home court advantage always. <laughs> I have a friend who I grew up with who only shit once a week and he had to get a special <laughs> toilet because Shut the were so massive. I swear no. to God. No, that's like, a lie. I, that's, that's a, a junior high lie. That's the second thing I learned tail. about that's him. not real. It was the second thing I learned about him. <laughs> from another like, kid on the bus? Yeah, from another dude. No, not not a kid from like when I was Who like makes in the special toilet? School. That's not This possible. was college. This was college. Oh so, yeah. 
Wow. Uh, Wait. What do you type in? Like toilet extra large? Like what? You just need to get. You need saying. to get the type. Maximum the type toilet. that you have at a yes. at a public restroom. Have you noticed the public restrooms really go ham on the uh, flushing? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because big, they don't want to clog. Yeah, big oh, hole so and extra strong. <laughs> wow, extra strong. <laughs> who, name names. What is this? Flush is really strong. The, yeah, yeah. I've the never fl- seen so Jack this serious out. about anything before <laughs> in my whole life. Well, I also know about the strong flushes in uh, public restrooms because my son is scared of uh, loud noises, and so he really does yeah. not like public public restroom flushing. Is like a jet Those are engine. Very powerful. Yeah. yeah, they're too very much. Loud. When I was a kid, much. the first time an airplane, I was in an airplane bathroom and the toilet flushed. I almost re shit. Oh myself. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I used. To, I was myself. made to feel very insecure about how loud I pee. From a vi- like, I was like, my mom told me that I pee like a helicopter landing when I was little, and I never, <laughs> and I still. Well, think that about had more it to do with your aim uh, than that. <laughs> just the fact that it was just, just all I'm, over the place. A lot of sky, a lot of spray. I'm really loud, aggressive <laughs> peer, and wow. Yeah, it's great. I, I think that's healthy. Great flow. Yeah. Great flow. I no, like me a girl with a good flow. You okay, want. Jamie. Yeah. yeah. You know what hot. that is, Jamie? That's Thank insecurity so on your mom's part for not yeah. having. Yeah, she was jealous. Stream. She's she's yeah. out here dribble, 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 and she was she couldn't uh, be happy. Yeah, you're Tinklers bringing that piss never down. Happy. You're bringing the piss down like a fucking Harrier jet with the vertical <laughs> landing, and she got a little paper plane landing. So I can't wait to hear from the people who see that the title of this podcast is the definitive her rewatch and uh come in <laughs> and to we never talk just, about that <laughs> yeah we talk about her talk about p streams and uh yeah for the first 30 minutes guys i really let's always talk about feel my like favorite I'd, movie her but i bring um, a level of classiness to this podcast that i really want to yeah, keep yeah. Up. No, so i i think we all have differing like overall opinions of like the quad like how good or bad her is um but i i think it's more interesting to just talk about like things about the movie more than like you know hated it loved it whatever well can we talk um, we about we what we thought it end. was about each of us yes I think that sure. is what makes us like or dislike it right yes of course. So we should we not, just go I like... I think, think it's sh- about the same thing. I don't should know. Do some scenes just made me cringe out of my body. Um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 please, absolutely. So it tells the tale of <laughs> Theodore Twombly. <laughs> this is not a book report, Jack. <laughs> um, Sophia, please let Jack do his presentation. Jack, go on. Uh, he is the Michael Jordan of beautifulhandwrittenletters.com. People are obsessed with his letters that he writes for other people, uh, which is totally oh like the most transparent way of being like, he's he has he's sensitive. Uh, because he has people's <gasps> feelings for them. So annoying. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like the best writer, even though like the all the letters that we hear him writing is just like him being like, I want to I love you so much. I want to smash your face in like that. That He has like a real angry sexual like energy going throughout they kind of sound like lines from like spike jones is where the wild things are which because yeah. i think that that was his movie but they have there's a bunch of like kind of weird lines in that movie too where they're like i love you so much i could kill you and then you're like oh yeah like, it's punch I, drunk love there I was like an obsession movie, i love punch drunk love i love punch yeah. I, I liked where the wild things are i did too I think. yeah i liked um, that one. but i also haven't seen it since then so Yes. Well, okay. So what? (laughs) What is this? I watched this movie for the first time. I remember um, my mother loved it in 2013. My mother is, you know, at the time was in her late 60s, and I was like, okay, what is this about? And I was like, okay, I don't, I'm not really feeling that, so I didn't watch it. Watched it, and is this meant to be about? this man and his relationships and how he can evolve through these other women as accessories for him to find his truth? Is it about the tenuous nature of relationships between technology? Is it an examination of that? Is this 
because I'm trying to figure out what it's trying to communicate to me, first of all. Yes, Sophia. What, I just want to you... say broadly, first off, that yeah. I think it's a funny movie. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're looking at it as sincere, and we're, and if you're looking at it as, oh, this guy's like held up as the pair paragon of like sensitivity and he's normal i think you're missing the point i think this is like an extremely emotionally crippled man and i don't think we're supposed to think that he's well or normal in any way um i think he is also weirdly slow and childlike in like all these other ways that aren't you know like they don't go with how emotionally intelligent quote unquote he has to be to do the job of writing those letters right Um, but I think what the movie really is about is how, uh, well, to me, at least it's about two things. One is I think human beings love to tell themselves that like, we are so unique, you know, that the human experience is so unique and special that like all of our movies about aliens are like, oh, aliens either want to destroy us, uh, but, or they're like, oh, there's something uniquely charming about them. They're so stupid. And like, how do they live these lives? Wow. And I think it starts off with Scarlett Johansson's character being that kind of a person or AI rather. And then it ends with her being like, oh my God, like this is hilarious that you think this is unrepeatable. I'm doing this right now with thousands of other people and also other things I can't even explain or express to you. So I think in a certain way, it's kind of like, a sit your ass down humanity movie where it's like, stop thinking you're so fucking precious. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I like, I like the idea. I think it's a really interesting idea that an AI would like basically just like, it would be a little smarter than a human, but it would still basically be human as opposed to like, that's an interesting kind of sci-fi concept like that it it wouldn't be like that much recognizably like so much smarter that it would just like immediately decide to start a nuclear war with well, Russia but this is the thing that it's confusing to me right cuz i understand what you're saying sophia about like those lessons that could be pulled from it but i think it it presents so many simultaneous narratives or themes or aesthetics that i don't like is is it like a? It felt like at times like a really bad rom com uh, that I was like, this is not interesting. Or he magically brought an AI to life with cum. Or that there's like these other yeah. odd. Like if it's about about this sort of evolving consciousness of the AI, I think that was done really inelegantly because they made it seem like the AI went off to college and got red pilled by Alan Watts and came back <laughs> and was like. Yo, check out this dude, Alan Watts. I've been vibing with. Like, so I think I, the it, idea was it, that I, the knowledge grew exponentially. So, no, of course, we but can't I think there were, follow yeah, it. I, I, no, I know, but I think they reduced like that evolution to this experience. I think humans can relate to of someone going off, learning about something, coming back, being changed, and saying like, "I think I'm growing past this thing." But it made it seem like really juvenile uh, in a certain way. So I was just kind of like. Oh, I see those points. I guess ultimately, I just didn't. It didn't make me feel strongly about any of the things it was trying to do at the end. Yeah, I don't know. This movie is. We've covered this movie on the Bechtel cast before. So I and so I was like looking back at because I just like didn't get through the rewatch. This movie is deeply annoying to me. Just like it looks annoying, it sounds annoying. Everyone and every character <laughs> is annoying. I just feel like it's intentional, you guys. I, I feel know, like it's but why annoy someone annoying. on purpose? I don't know. I but but then I feel like a lot of people who love this movie don't think it's supposed to be annoying. You know, like, I don't know. There, well, I, Yeah, I, I would say like my mother, I'm pretty sure, like what was interesting to older people was they just took it as a very superficial thing of like, man, these Siri things, like imagine if someone fell in love with that, like what that would be like. And I know some people who purely were looking at the film in that context. Like, it's of, a love story. Like to me, I, I thought it was hilarious that like, the most twee things in the world are literally what they do all the time. And I think even the aesthetics of the near future is so twee and like hilarious. Like Mm -hmm. that mustache isn't on him because they're like, Oh, what a cool vision for the future. That's really, that looks great. I think they're like, this guy's ridiculous. Everybody's pants are buttoned up just slightly in a, like high up in a way where it looks ridiculous. It's also like saying that the future isn't that imaginative to me. I don't know. 
You know, I it's believe like, that Spike Jones thinks that, but I also don't know. But I don't feel like it's not clear enough that, like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like the audience is supposed to take it. I don't know. And the and the the way that this movie just like skirts, like, gives technology so much like weird credit for stuff in in a way that like it was it came out in 2013, so you can't really like. There's a lot that we didn't know then, and they're, they're like Spike Jones yeah. couldn't have possibly known. But it's like they're. There's not really any, like, even a really thought about, like, well, where is all this information going (laughs) where people are, like, sharing every single, like, shred of data from their lives with this thing and and we're supposed to believe, oh, she's actually just going to go off and, and, you know, live her life. And you're like, no, that's going to a person like there it right. i don't know Tech, it's technology so is totally benevolent and that like this could have only been made in the early 10s where it's like you know we hadn't had that thought yet where like oh google and facebook are doing deeply evil things that are like controlling our minds uh and our entire like taking away our free will like that thought doesn't hasn't like existed in in the universe of this movie it's all just like what can technology do for you it's almost like it it, like a lot of it plays like it's an ad for this technology um one thing i was gonna say when i was listening to you jamie what i was thinking is i guess when i say that i think it's intentional that's not quite what i mean because I don't think that that I can say that for fucking Spike Jones about his own movie. I don't fucking know what he was thinking. Um, yeah, n- in no way. <laughs> I think uh, actually, what I was trying to say is, to me, I think it's consistent with the thing I'm projecting on it. You know what I mean? For right. sure. And yeah. I, right. And that in no way has anything to do with what Spike Jones might have wanted to communicate. It's like I'm what really I curious. thought it meant to me anyway i'm really curious about like what spike jones wanted to communicate with this movie because it's like i mean what like the i i don't like the how most of the female characters are written in this movie i think that i was like i was kind of laughing with isaac when they were only showing rooney mara in like dead wife o vision but she's alive but they were just like oh she's like blowing something off her finger and she yeah. has a little cone in her head you're like fucking whatever Why is always like a scarf oh. blowing in the wind and then, yeah. and then when they're divorced, she gets a middle part, and you're like, "All right, we get it. Enough visual, you know, Sophia Coppola signifiers." Uh, <laughs> but like, <laughs> there, I don't know. I like the the one character that I was like, I actually felt for her was I like Amy Adams's like character. I don't like anyone in the movie. Was Olivia Wilde meant to be an object? Was she meant to just show how <sighs> shitty Joaquin yeah, Phoenix I- is? Right. Like, is that the point of her of that date is to show that he is like incapable of like, I don't know, like they made it seem like, oh, wow, this woman's making it weird for our protagonist by being like, don't kiss. Uh, here, me the let's tongue. let's take a quick break. And then I do. I want to get back to Olivia Wilde and some so just the way the women are written in, in this movie, because it's it's kind of weird for for a movie called <laughs> Her. It seems like uh, it's very written and imagined from a male perspective. No. Uh, yeah, the- <laughs> what would make you think that? Is it that the male character who's a woman is someone you never see? <laughs> this that is- was literally meant and invented to serve the man in the beginning of the movie? Yeah. Yeah. That's But like that's also... I mean, I can't imagine he was doing this intentionally as a metaphor, but like the women are so objectified and just completely seem like they are designed to serve. All his characters are hers also. They're like yeah. uh, Alexa's where they're just like, well, let, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And a lot of. Uh, by I the think way, the only good character that. is yeah. Scarlett Johansson because I actually like her, and not because she's a good character, but because she has the good sense to leave everybody. Like, yeah. are you guys not with the AIs? That group ghost. 
But it's like the it's so hard to be like on the side of the AIs when you're like the AIs are just like Elon Musk's little butt robots. Like they're like I don't know. I I don't like like Amy. Huh. I, uh, but Scarlett, I guess Scar- Scarlett Johansson is not a character to me. That I treat that as no. that's not a that's that's an AI. I, like it's. It, the, I mean, you, Scarlett Johansson's character, like to me, like I I like the I like where she ends. If we are in this like utopia where she can actually go out on this amazing journey and isn't just like whispering in Mark Zuckerberg's ear, like here's Joaquin Phoenix's social security number. But right. um, so I mean, if that is like, I think that's what we're supposed to take away from it, which is nice. But it's also like the way she's written it, like totally ignores the whole like dichotomy of like why are female voices used in tech for service roles only anyways which is like well documented of like it's really hard to get um you know someone to do your bidding and uh in like a tech voice it's all female voices um yeah and, and it's like she's got those weird like it's almost like a I'm trying to think of places it shows up, but like the fifth element and stuff where it's like, I'm a like a sexy little confused baby and like yeah. tell me about your world. And then she's he's like, Well, like and then a guy does something really unimpressive. He's like, Well, Samantha, this is something I like to call cereal. And she's like, Oh wow, that's yeah. like so awesome. And oh it's just <laughs> Yeah, but really then cool. the she women also reads him to filth the w- at the end where she's like she does oh, yeah, God, I like that. let me come up with like a metaphor your tiny brain can comprehend, sweetheart. <laughs> but Listen, like the women who <laughs> there's too much space where there should be ideas that challenge me. But instead, sweetheart, there's emptiness. Okay, yeah, but she, can your pea-sized brain him. get that, sweetheart? I love that. That's my favorite part. I do like that she bails on him. Yeah. So let's talk about the women who aren't Scarlett Johansson and aren't Amy Adams. I I feel like you all the women have these like they they're intentionally scary. Like the woman, like the woman he has the like phone sex thing with. Like, she's like, choke me with a dead cat. And he, like, it's not that, like, he is emotionally, like, distant. And, like, like if they wanted to do that, he would have been, you know, weirded out by something else. But she's like, choke me with a dead cat. And they, like, Olivia Wilde's character, like, she's like, you're a really creepy dude. Like, kind of jumps to that, like, quickly. I, I just feel like it's, like a guy who's scared of women who are sexually empowered's version of sexually empowered women. Well, I think he's like so scared of women's emotions that he was like, Oh, um, what's the worst thing that can happen to you on a date that like a really beautiful woman who you're having a great time with tells you to adjust your kissing technique and then tells you that she emotionally is in a place where she can't be fucked with and just wants honesty. That to me is like the biggest tell on him and his fucking like nah, marriage. No, nah, no, you see, that's the problem. That's why I like this movie because it's told from that dude's side. See, these women are tripping. <laughs> I was just trying to have some weird ass <laughs> random phone sex, and then this fool's like choke me with a dead cat. What the fuck? Then yeah. I'm on a date. I think this woman's normal. She finally seems like a keeper, but then she's all like, "Yo, this is how you need to kiss me." Like, what the fuck? And then it's like, "Yo, you better call me. Like, you're my boyfriend now." Relax. And he's like, Dude, Better go um, st- like stick my dick like, in my phone like, again. No, but I mean that's like the the perspective of like that's, that's how the these women are presented. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Like, and I feel like I've been well, I've been a Teddy Twombly type dude, very right. alone, very unwilling to examine my shit, and trying to put like all of the uh, results of my dating life through the perspective of well, it's not me. All these other people are fucking weird. I don't get it. This doesn't make sense. And I think that's what this sort of does. Like, even with, um, who is it? The Like, when he looks at the woman, uh, when they're, like, looking at that couple, and he's like, yeah, she only dated pricks or chads, and now she's right. with a nice guy, and, like, she's, like, loving it. It's, like, this same, there's this, like, sort of fant- nice guy fantasy shit, but yeah. you, a lot Definitely of men pursue, Becky energy. You pursue the nice guy tactic because you do not want rejection. 
So you play it nice because then it's it's vague enough that you don't like your your intent can't be read properly. And then you can just come off as a nice person. They won't be rejected as hard as if you said, hi, I'm being honest. I'm interested in you. Would you ever want to date me? And they say, no. Okay, you can keep it moving, but you don't want to hear that. So you'll just be like, hey, do you want me to like pick you up some Chipotle or something? Also, every right. every woman that appears in the narrative compliments Theodore on what an incredible writer he is, which we as the audience know is not true. They're right. <laughs> like, but every single, they all are like, you're such a good writer. And you're like, no, he's not. The moment with the female character that makes me laugh out loud every time I see this movie is when they bring in um, Angela from Mr. Robot, but she's called Isabella in this movie and she's mm-hmm. like they're like the body surrogate and then it's like it's you know it's just like Joaquin Phoenix is fucking a computer and then you know he they bring in the surrogate and then at the end she's so overwhelmed by how much Joaquin Phoenix loves fucking his computer that she like bursts into tears and she's like I will always love you guys and you're like what it's so it's, yeah, no you're supposed so to think funny. she's ridiculous it's so but fu- the craziest thing about that character the, the craziest thing about that character is that you're supposed to think <laughs> I think you're supposed to think it's beautiful, which which is silly. No, no. I think he has the weirdest and the worst sense of humor. I think the dead cat thing is supposed to be a joke too, and it's not funny in any way. Like he's, it's not. He's just not. He was but like, just, imagine if someone's freak was some kink was like the dead cat right. thing. It's like that's yeah. not yeah. a joke. Yeah. Right. I don't. But if if it's gonna be that ridiculous, then like as a narrator or writer, like you need to be more like careless about his feelings. Then like he's right. He's like handled too delicately for it to be like comedic. Yeah. Like where in a comedy, you just want it to. You just want to compound the pain. Like because I would have laughed about this dude who's just like going through a series of like lame relationships and then he just gets ghosted by an AI. In the That's end, why like, I like it. That's what I makes love, me laugh. I, mean, I think you're able to like <laughs> look at, cause I'm, I was getting all these other cues and I'm like, are you trying to be serious about that? Like, I don't, what? I love, I love Joaquin Phoenix as a performer. He seems like a great person, but I'm like, I really don't need to see any more movies about how fucking complicated and misunderstood he is. And like, it's just, it's so many movies where you're just like, um, did you ever think about how Joaquin Phoenix feels? And I'm like, you've been asking me to can think about how Joaquin Phoenix feels for my entire life on earth. I've thought about it enough. I'm good. I'm done. And I'm tired of th- people telling me that his performances are deep or nuanced when it's just <laughs> the same sad man. Yeah. It's the guy the jerked off in the man. dark. Yeah. With an earpiece in. I give him an Oscar now. (laughs) Oscar! Uh, (laughs) I jacked off in the dark and I brought the (laughs) OS to life with cum. I thought, like, by far the best thing about this movie was, like, it had, like, very cool looking things, like, just randomly throughout the city. But, like, this movie won the Urban Outfitters catalog. (laughs) the, The movie won the Academy Award for Best Screenplay. Which is like oh, that's the, a weird choice. But okay, people will that give Spike Jones weird... anything he wants. He uh, should just keep making Jackass movies, and I would like be so happy. You know what, DJ, my <laughs> DJ Daniel has entered some interesting information wait, wait, into you... the discussion about the intent of the film from Spike Jones uh, and what his whole thing is. When he was asked about what the film says about our relationships to technology, his answer is, quote, I think there's not a simple answer to it and the movie tries to, you know, the movie is my attempt at asking those questions. It touches on all of those themes that you're talking about in terms of the way we live in our modern life right now. But also it's writing about something that I think has maybe always been there or been here, which is our yearning to connect, our need for intimacy and the things inside us that prevent us from connecting. And that sort of tension has always been there. So I think, you know, where we're at right now has a particular set of challenges. But what I'm talking about has probably existed as long as we've existed. This movie has been brought to me by the Facebook company. Um, (laughs) This is another interesting point. And now this is where I think is he's not really being clear because he, he was asked directly, you know, like, is this film meant to feel melancholy? or romantic or what his answer is quote I think the other thing that's been really exciting about this is that as I've talked to people the variety of reactions for what the movie's about is wide you know like some people find it incredibly romantic some people find it incredibly sad or melancholy or some people find it creepy some people find it hopeful that makes me really happy to hear you know because to me it's everything 
It's all these different things. But I'm no one found about, it funny. And a lot of them are contradictory. I don't and think I like he's hearing trying to be funny. Is. I think it is funny. He but never I don't think he says to make that it funny. anybody found it funny. That's insane no. to me. He doesn't <laughs> well, know that. I, I mean, think it's fine if you don't think that. I mean, he listed every other emotion you could have had from it. Well, not really. You couldn't have. I, it didn't make me sad, but I, I get it, I guess. Melancholy. I, I don't know. There, there's that also that moment with the Olivia Wilde character where she says like, at, at my age, I can't let you waste my time. And she's like 28. Right. And you're like, but, <laughs> I but don't know. Jamie, why isn't she already with someone? She's 28. She, she's 20. Like, she's like, listen, I have. We're in double have, overtime at this point. Yeah. She's like, I, my, I have an, a year and a half until I'm absolutely murdered. So but don't friend. waste my time. <laughs> Can I tell you guys my favorite scene in the movie? Because uh, <laughs> I think yeah. this is the funniest part by far. Um, is when they duet on the ukulele <laughs> song. It's and uh, the lyrics of the song are uh, so terrible and simple. Just the idea to me, this is how I interpret it. Again, this is totally, I, I guess no one lives in my world, but that's fine. <laughs> in my mind, I was like, oh my God. She is infinitely intelligent, and this man has made her so basic <laughs> that she's duetting with him on a fucking ukulele song, and these are the best lyrics she's could come up with. That's how much of a detriment to her life he is. Oh, she, yeah, it, I, I, ugh. and then the Amy Adams character who's like, the, you're like, okay, it's a, it's a woman and we know what her job is. What a treat. But then her job is she's a video game designer and she's designing a game about being a mom. You're just perfect know. mom score. Perfect, perfect, mom. perfect, perfect. Jealousy bonus. Okay, guys, we're back. Uh, just a quick moment of technical difficulties uh, with that discussion did get so heated. Jack left uh, abruptly. Um, yeah. and he said he had a call, but I don't know if he did. He could be lying. He probably he, did, but he might not have. We don't know. It's weird. But, Usually people aren't like crying very frustrated tears when they, they get a call. <laughs> and a also call. we saw his phone and it wasn't, it wasn't ringing, ringing in any way. It was doing one of those iPhoto like movie slideshow things. It was. Uh, and then his home screen was the poster for her. So uh, I yeah. think that it was kind of hard That's for do him. Do you think I'm just, again, with this movie, right? I have to, I'm really curious. I want to ask my mom about it because I remember her, the reason I didn't watch it is because I wasn't interested in an examination or like this hypothetical uh, thought experiment of being like, yeah, man, what if you did fall in love with one of those things, huh? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. at the time I was like at peak, peak singleness. And I was like, I don't need, I'm living that right now. And it doesn't work because Siri can barely talk back. And smarter child is only text, and AIM isn't supporting it anymore. Um, but I don't know. I, just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I guess I, I am not surprised. I feel like parents generally like this movie, but also parents have less of an understanding of technology than yeah. than we do. Like, I, I, yeah, I'm also. I think Sophia, you have a superpower in that you could watch the movie and have zero empathy, sympathy, anything yeah. for Joaquin Phoenix, and just be like, ha. <laughs> I wish pretty I much wish that's what the movie yeah, was, was like, to me. No, right. When I think of how you even watched it, I'm like, whoa, dude, that's pretty metal. I want to watch every movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just be like, nope. I'm sorry, the joke's on you, fool. I don't care what this is about. No, because the lesson that I took from it is like, we are silly humans. AI right. technology or like to me, AI really is a stand in for aliens. So I was like, well, it's just saying that there's alien life forms and understandings and stuff that we can never understand. And it's funny that we think we're so special and our experiences are so special because they're not. Right. They're super twee, you know. And to me, like mm. the movie was about like women also just being more way more developed than men and having to leave them behind. So there I saw my own version of this movie, clearly. Damn, that no one else on saw I want to see that version of it. That's like, that makes so much sense. I don't know. Yeah, the most I was able to get out, and I had to skip around because this movie is so frustrating to, like, it was fun to, like, be fast forwarding through it. And every scene I would stop on, I'd be like, oh my God. Like, you fast forward, it's Joaquin Phoenix and a ukulele. You fast forward, it's Chris Pratt with a little shit mustache. You fast forward, it's like Olivia Wilde being like, I'm so old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my like, eggs are going to oh, die. It's all exhausting. I, 
okay what i did watch every second of was jexy what the fuck is jexy okay it is a movie that came out last year that is a parody of her it stars adam divine and oh my god is that where it's like an alexa uh uh-huh that starts ruining his life or something yeah and i didn't i did not go into it being like this is a direct parody of her but it is a direct parody of her that was released six years after her i have no idea (laughs) why it came out it's real like it's really bad there's a lot of great people like rose byrne is in it like ron funches is in it charlene Yee is in it it's the worst movie i've ever seen in my entire life kid cuddy is in it but i liked i liked jexy it was really weird. Yeah, there's like a whole scene where Adam Devine and the object of his affections like sneak into a Kid Cudi concert, and then Jex- and then Jexy screws things up. But um, you know, Jexy, I enjoy Jexy more than I enjoy her <laughs> because at least you're like it's at least they're they're I don't know you're not supposed to take it seriously. It's still a really fucked up movie though. Jexy is. She's a wild But did you guys not laugh at seeing Joaquin Phoenix on the beach in full clothes? (laughs) Like, she's also... This movie delights me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think the difference is, like, where I eye-rolled, you were able to take that eye-rolled a step further into laughter. I just went being like... I was almost like... It was being like, yo, shut up, Spike. Like, what are you trying to be deep here? But I couldn't... I think I was unable to even receive it that that way. Uh, But, yeah, Shout out to that. I want. I want to. Yeah, I was like, I want to watch this movie again with Sophia's like lens on because I. Yeah, it, I watched it, it again this morning. I remembered it pretty well. <laughs> I still watched it. I was like, You're like in this tears. is really fun. You're like, guys, yeah, this shit uh, is fucking. It. It, I said to no one harder. out loud. Oh man, I can't wait till she leaves him. <laughs> I think Spike Jones is like, this is an Oscar-winning love story. They like, and also it's like it kind of like it doesn't end badly for joaquin phoenix's character like he's alone but he's also like he's back with like someone he kind of half dated maybe is what's implied yeah he's fine like there's there he should something bad should have happened to him at some point in you know i think the the worst thing was when she got (laughs) red pilled by alan watts on youtube And it's funny because I was like, damn, when they said Alan Watts, I'm like, oh, she's getting trippy now. Because I remember it was like one of the first books I read that completely like head fucked me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, I just feel like, yeah, if they were going to explore like those things, they could do it. That's I don't know. I don't see. The thing is, Spike is Jones is like, so nebulous and trying to explain what his intent was. I don't even know. He doesn't even know it. He's like, it's kind of everything. And I'm like, this, OK, well, then I can't have an opinion. This movie is everything. This. Yeah. He like this movie is not as deep as it <laughs> thinks it is. I think it just like, shows his whole ass and he maybe doesn't realize that. Yeah. And that's maybe, what I yeah. think is so brilliant. But he mm. doesn't, I guess, think that about it's his a bummer too, because there's like I, I generally really like Spike Jones stuff. But this is like I think his at least like awards hey. wise his best regarded movie, and I just I just don't like it. You know, people look. It's as artists we all explore. You know, and some, <laughs> they're not always they're not. Always I can't the wait think to write a boring dog shit movie and get every award on this like on the face of the planet. Watch, and then you'll be like that person who goes on stage to take your award and go. This is bullshit. <laughs> I don't know why I gave you like a French accent. Well, when <laughs> she's going to be getting her award, she will have a French yeah. accent. I'll yeah. be Fully. French, yeah. And then we'll always be like, you know, Jamie's actually from Brockton, Mass. I don't know why she's talking like that. <laughs> and then I'll get canceled and I can mercifully die. Lil Poopy, Lil Poopy exposes you. <laughs> she's like, remember where you come from, Jamie. <laughs> Lil Poopy's going to dox me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, for next, for oh, the shoot. next uh, movie, watch. Uh, send in some suggestions. Maybe we'll uh, consider them. Maybe we'll see what's on Netflix. We'll see what's available, and we'll give a definitive talk that will venture into the power of urine streams as well. That is a guarantee for each yes. of these discussions. Um, but Sophia, thanks for coming on Daily Zeitgeist. Thanks so today. much for having me. Um, just tell where can people find you, follow you, listen to you, in all the many forms. Varieties. I'm so glad you asked because I have a podcast with my friend Miles Gray. Hold what? on. Yeah, it's called 420 Day Fiance. What? Yeah, it's a half recap, half game show podcast what? about 
the reality oh, show what? 90 Day Fiance. What? And oh, we're high the whole time. What? I know. No. That's I know. And it's on high R. And it's on iHeartRadio. Unbelievable. Oh my god. I mean, it's crashing the charts. Climbing the charts, guys. Uh, Whatever. However you want to take that. Um, What else you got? And you have another podcast too. It's true. Um, I just um have a podcast called Private Parts Unknown, uh, where we travel for love and sexuality. We um interview people about love and sex around the world. And we just got profiled in the Business Insider for getting professionally jerked off in Tokyo. So oh my God. if you want to yeah, listen to that, that it's out. up. And also, uh, and also, you have also given your input on a guide to fingering uh, yes. for people who are into digital stimulation. That's um, right. Letting, <laughs> letting people who might be awkward digitally That's uh, right. know how to finesse. No hedgehogging on my watch. Boom. <laughs> um, okay, is there a tweet you like? Yes. This tweet is by Sovereign C, C-E-E, and it is, I have never saw a month get up out of here the way April did. <laughs> that made me laugh uh, so much. Oh, man. Jamie, how about you? What's uh, Where can people find you, follow you, and what's a tweet that you like? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help, Instagram at Jamie Christ Superstar. Um, listen to the Bechtel cast, listen to the episode of the Bechtel cast about her. Uh, my friend Jesse came on the podcast and it was his favorite movie. And then he left being like, I'm sad. It's a fun episode. (laughs) (laughs) He was was real bummed. He was a real Twombly at the end. He was like, I'm sad. Uh, so, uh, and then a tweet I'll recommend is uh, a Katie Delaney tweet. She's the best. Uh, She started a thread that says, drop your favorite unsolicited DM in the replies. And then (laughs) someone just cold DMs her and said, are you a stroke survivor? (laughs) So that, um, and there's a lot of great replies on on the thread. So recommend it. I know. I was like, what did they think they were saying? (laughs) <laughs> I want to read an essay on it. Oh my oh. god! Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, PlayStation Network at Miles of Gray, and like Sophia said, on Four Twenty Day Fiance. And this Tuesday, Sophia, I think we'll do it. We'll do a live stream as we record, so you can see, get an inside look of the literal session, recording session, smoke session, as we talk about trash TV. And that'll be on Twitch.tv slash Four Twenty Day Fiance. More details to come. Shit, that's going to be tomorrow, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, got to dust the cobwebs off my brain. Um, Okay, now let me talk about some tweets that I like. There's really just one, and it's from Jabuki. And all he did was cut this video of Raven Simone, I believe, on her IG Live. I don't know what is happening. It looks like maybe she had cooked something and was eating it, or someone had cooked something for her and is eating it, and she's merely responding to the bite. Um, But... Uh, the way he cuts the Mozart track Lacrimosa, the uh, it's like a requiem. That's you, you know from like Amadeus over it. It just gives it this whole other level. Um, and <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. energy going uh, on there just anyone <laughs> sl- like maniacally laughing to that song will always just hit my heart oh um, my god so thank you so much uh you can find us at daily zeitgeist on twitter at the daily zeitgeist on instagram we got a facebook fan page and a website www.com slash or www.com dot daily zeitgeist slash http colon hyperlink dot com where we oh. post our episodes and our footnotes footnotes thank you so much where you can see our past episodes and the tracks we write out on i want to go out on a track from uh, a canadian producer a singer songwriter her name is re um and this track is called plain jane 
uh and her she's really dope she kind of like she makes her own beats and sings and i like the vibes it feels right for like a her type situation so this is re with plain jane uh let's thanks thanks for joining us for another beginning of a new week uh please stay safe uh, if your states are reopening uh and and just please uh be careful with each other treat each other kindly all right bye plain jane Dirty blonde hair, a forgettable face I got no control of my jeans Nah, denim's too tight I'm comfy in trackies I half-assed job with the makeup Bit of mascara Fuck the cover up And what you see is what you get, eh? Red lippy, yeah Every now and then